0: What's up, everyone? My name is Soyash and I welcome you to the second episode of the Dreamverse podcast. Today, I have with me uh, a very good friend of mine and a teammate, Pranav Tigura. And uh, today, the topic at hand isn't exactly what you would expect from the title. Today we're going to be talking about the mindset of a billionaire. A billionaire fondly known as the meme god, Mr. Elon
1: Musk. Yes, and so innovator, polymath, alien and the next Da Vinci are just a few terms used to describe the enigma of a person we know as Elon Musk, you know. Many times he's considered out of this world in terms of intellect or truly his pursuits in general and if you yeah. like so she can open up with his ventures. He, he's actually gone through and um, established a substantial amount of businesses that include OpenAI, SpaceX, Neuralink, Tesla, The Boring Company, and PayPal.
0: Yeah. So, Pranav, you know what? Uh, a couple of days ago, I actually got access to one of his algorithms in OpenAI. And it actually blew my mind to the capability of what that algorithm could actually do. So, this algorithm is known as the DALL-E2, and it basically converts natural language descriptions into the highest possible quality images and that too so accurately that it would seem like a, a an actual person has drawn it. So if I were to give the wackiest description, for example, a koala dunking a basketball in space, it would give me, yeah, yeah, I know it sounds, it sounds quite quir- quirky, but yeah. it would give me such a description, it, it would act, I'm sorry, it would give me such an image such a high resolution image, which is so accurate that it would it would seem as if the image is actually drawn by a human being. Wow, So I think this might be the future of NFTs and and this will not only help students in general, but I think all of humanity will be benefited from a venture like this.
1: Because exactly.
0: uh, all of our bloggers, I mean, Dreamer Abus, the Dreamer zabis blog, uh, you know, it's it's a huge part of, of our program, of our company. Uh, and a lot of effort goes into making the graphics for the articles and, uh, you know, making the Instagram post graphics and stuff. So exactly. I think all of that can now be automated with Doll E2. And if I asked you a question that, you know, would you pay for something like this? Would you pay for a software like this? Uh, what, what would be your answer?
1: Oh yeah, of course, because the whole idea, what, what I've noticed behind Musk's softwares are, most of them are used to, what, elevate human thought to answer our next questions or just optimize what we already do. And OpenAI does exactly that, so I, I would definitely pay for it. How about you?
0: Yeah, I, I think I would do as well. I mean, such a revolutionary idea. I guess anybody would pay for it, especially especially oh, yeah. in the student community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, have you ever heard of the term uh, terraforming Mars? Terraforming? Yes.
1: Yes, so terraforming, if you break it down, it's essentially um, establishing human life on Mars, and it's exactly what SpaceX, Elon Musk's company, is doing. And the interesting part is his whole idea is to essentially establish multi-planetary life because
0: he yeah. believes
1: that it will elevate humans what it, it will elevate how we think and it will elevate let's say let's see it, it more so elevates where we Humanity, originate yeah, or where itself. we come from it's, it's it's maddening the idea itself is you know it's, yeah w- yeah yeah
0: so if if i go into like some of the technical terms here so i guess essentially terraforming is like making the planet more habitable I guess this was this was coined by uh, Professor Michio Kaku, uh, you know the, the string theory yeah. guy, right? and yeah, and yeah. he thought that uh, you know this experiment uh, of of terraforming a planet, making it more habitable. So in that case, it's it's Mars, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if you if you've ever heard Musk, he says that we're going to nuke the poles of Mars. <laughs> I mean that that, yeah. that sounds quite wacky, but then it, it also has some science behind it because once you nuke a planet. Uh, once you have those thermonuclear explosions, you're actually the going the to atmosphere. warm it up. So, yeah, you're going to create an
1: atmosphere, you're going to warm up the planet so as to support human Water. life. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, It's quite interesting. And I mean, if we look at it, all of Musk's companies, again, try to aim for the impossible, which is one of his mindsets as well. Like, uh, what, Tesla, back when it was being established, was considered a pioneering company, one of the first. as it... As yeah. are all of his other companies. I mean, Neuralink is quite interesting. And for the for, for our viewers, if you guys have ever watched Iron Man 3 and seen Tony Stark control the uh, pieces of the suit with his mind, that's, in a way, what Neuralink yeah. aims to do. So, serious if you would like to expand on that.
0: Yeah, so, uh, Re- Neuralink, basically, is, as, as Pranav just said, uh, it's extremely revolutionary. All of his companies all of his startups are extremely revolutionary he is the only man to do that the first man to do that so uh he basically intends to plant these chips these uh, nano chips inside human beings brains uh so that they can control technology so that uh the human technology interaction, it it bridges the last gap between humans and technology. I exactly. think they recently also were able to plant some chips inside of pigs' brains. And yeah. I think a monkey also played ping pong using his brain uh, some time back. So I think this stuff is actually, you know, progressing and it, it's not just an idea.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And it, it's quite interesting because... He's trying to bridge the gap between, say, pure neurological intelligence and thoughts and artificial intelligence. And the, yeah. l- like like we see, a lot of his ideas, uh, like you said, the nuke idea, a lot of his ideas are considered radical and that can also be seen on his mindset on education. See, yeah. Musk truly believes that education, especially after perceiving his kids, he believes it should be as close to a video game as possible It's something that is quite relatable to the kids and it should be used as a problem-solving incubator something that teaches true 21st century skills and so to do that he actually developed his own school at astra which is as i recall on the spacex uh, uh, on the spacex corporation spacex corporations field so suyush if you would like to expand on that as well
0: yeah so i guess uh, one of the main things of Ad astra is that Students try to learn the applied portion of, of their general studies. So if, if, for example, we're learning about mitochondria, right? It's something very common. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, we've all heard that. But then mm-hmm. how exactly could we possibly apply it in, in the real world? So, exactly. uh, I mean, could we possibly extract energy from it in the future? You know, uh, maybe making human clones and then extracting energy from mitochondria because it can power such a such a machine like the human body. Can it can it possibly power our cars and stuff? So so that kind of analytical thinking, I think, is what Ad Astra schools promote. And uh, for now, I guess there are only a, a few branches of Ad Astra across the United States. Yeah. So so I think that's the crux of it.
1: Exactly, and at Astra, the name itself means to the stars. (laughs) It's it's one of the plays on it. It's Latin, and in a way, I think it's a play on what Musk's vision for the future looks like. Because many of the classes there, applied science, AI, coding, and robotic design, just to name a few. But many mandatory subjects that, say, we do in school as general students... They're losing their place in Musk's vision of a better future, especially as seen through his educational perspective, such as language classes, history classes of the sort. So, what do you think about this? Well, I mean, you know, when we
0: study a subject like history, right? Uh, we usually think that history really has no implications in the present, and partially that that is true, but. According to me, and I think a lot of analysts and stuff will agree with this, is that history actually teaches you what mistakes not to repeat in the present or in the future. It's, it's basically what helps you to learn. It, people's mistakes help you to learn the most.
1: Exactly. And it's quite interesting to also see the perception of the past. And that essentially, we see how we've evolved and we can possibly replicate that evolution of thought within our generation. So, I mean, it, it is a bit of a radical idea from Musk's side, but if we look at it, Musk himself is quite radical. I mean, when when it comes to teaching himself, he actually went into establishing SpaceX with little to no prior knowledge of building rockets and developing them. Of course, he was a he he did have a degree in physics, except yeah, yeah. that could, that could, that could only go so far, especially when you're going to go build rockets, which is a very narrow down field of physics. And so, exactly. he actually, he, he taught himself, and I think this is where part of the mindset for the Ad Astra school comes from. He he surrounds himself by people that are better than him in that given field, and he reads voraciously to reach that goal. So what, what do you say about that?
0: Well I mean, if, if I put it this way, the man taught himself for rocket science. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think that that's quite crazy to believe. So I think, uh, you know, he he recently spoke to some students uh, at uh, you know an uh, a conclave. So in that one of, one of the things he said was that he he asked students to contribute more than they can cons- consume. And I think that that's that's a very powerful quote from Musk. You know, he he's telling the world to uh, you know pre-develop in in w- whatever uh, field they're in. Uh, you know, talk to people from different walks of life and different industries. Uh, you know, speak to these people, form your own opinion, and then contribute back more to the society. And if you if you really think about it, uh, he doesn't own any assets right now. Whatever he earns, he mostly tries to invest it back into his companies. So I think that, that that's one of the things... that's one of the things that are part of his mindset. And I mean, when you talk about a person like Elon Musk, one of the things that comes to mind is his obsession, uh, how obsessed he is with his work. And I think to a point that that's actually necessary in a billionaire's life. Uh, You know, there's a quote from Steve Jobs that that comes back to my mind. I don't remember it verbatim, but it, it goes something like this, that always be hungry always be foolish so that hungriness and, and and that foolishness is what makes Elon Musk and and other billionaires uh you know at that exactly. level yeah
1: exactly it's it's that obsession and i mean truly i think within our human minds i, I actually just recently read a book named limitless by jim quickie he, he trained celebrities in the sort oh, and i feel okay. with, within our mind in in the deepest caves of our mind. I think we all have that ability. It's just the motivation and obsession to do something that might seem dauntingly impossible. I mean, just putting it that way. It's a, the guy taught himself rocket science. It's it's insanity. A, a lot of us just refute that idea by stating that, that that's impossible. Yeah. And so it's 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 that obsession to. Go after the impossible and to reach his goals, no matter what comes within his way. It's it's that daringness. Yeah, exactly. I mean that
0: that risk taking part of of Elon Musk. You know, there's also a lot yeah. of charisma he gets from risk taking. Uh, exactly, exactly. His personality is like a daredevil kind of guy. <laughs> when when he's wearing his yeah. uh, you know black colored jacket and he looks like a, a motorcyclist. And I think I think there's yeah. a yeah. There's a uh, TikTok going around. It's pretty popular that uh, a person Mm -hmm. uh, in in the audience at one of Elon Musk's uh, speeches or something asks him that whether Tesla will go into the motorcycle business because because he looks so daring when when he (laughs) is speaking. So I think that that's one of the
1: things that makes him Elon Musk. Exactly, and it's. Yeah, So I I guess I'll go ahead. It's with that risk taking, you know, he actually uh, introduced that within one of his commencement speeches. His quote was, especially as students, once we do end up leading into university and graduating from then, he essentially said that there are no risks to setting up a business and pioneering for the future. And the modern economy will provide us with whatever job we require to get the bare minimum. It's Taking that risk and going ahead and adopting that obsession to reach the impossible.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I had a question for you. Uh, I mean, we we did talk about, you know, the the positives of Elon Musk. And, uh, you know, a lot of the viewers will think that we're all pro-Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) I think we should have have a more balanced view on things. Uh, What exactly you interpret
1: from his personal life? You know, from his relationships and stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, it's quite obvious to say that Musk has a qu- quite a large amount of personal failures. Yeah. I mean, look, just just look at it per se. Uh, what he's had many partners. Yeah, for sure. And um, he, he's quite estranged from his mother and father. Yeah. He's. It's he. He's become more of a solitary soul. He's, and it it is that uh, character flaw per se. If we look into it, many geniuses or people that we would consider modern day geniuses or artistic geniuses really, truly did have personality flaws. I mean, that goes from some of the most uh, wonderful painters to some of the greatest geniuses of this modern era Einstein, Tesla and say say if if we were to go back a little bit more Vincent van Gogh they all ended up having personal flaws primarily due to the fact that they were so obsessed with reaching that one goal that one apex that they devoted all their time into that so would you want to expand on that?
0: Yeah, I guess he these people lost their mind to their work yeah. so uh, if, if you talk about Nikola Tesla I mean Elon Musk's company is named Tesla his, his vehicle company is named Tesla based upon yeah. the inspiration that he has taken from one of the greatest inventors in history and uh, I mean people went to the extent of calling uh, you know people like Elon Musk and Nikola Tesla aliens yeah. Uh, or or some of them actually said that you know they received their ideas from outer space they um, god manifests his ideas through these people so i mean that yes. that's that's uh, you know out out of out of the way that that's crazy yeah but uh, w- when you really think about it these people are actually not exactly built differently as most people would think they're not built exactly. differently it's what they do which creates it, it's it creates uh the mindset which, the persona, which helps them yeah. perform differently yeah
1: yeah exactly and i mean if, if we look at it i think the main reason that a lot of us call them aliens is primarily because we as humans i, I think if we look at it a, a lot of us think with our emotions we tap into our emotions and think quite emotionally but a lot of these guys, they think logically to the point that they essentially invest their time within a logical manner, not within an emotional manner. See, for example, I'd guarantee, i guarantee that yeah. a lot of us would take breaks after doing one to two menial tasks. I must pose 80 to 100 hour work weeks. It's Which is just,
0: insane if you think so
1: exactly and it's with that that he has to be productive so i think we should talk about some of his productivity secrets as well you know it's quite interesting yeah 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 for sure
0: so i guess one of the primary things that makes elon musk himself is that he doesn't care about what others think and there's another popular person that's going around right now his name is andrew tate (laughs) and uh you know he's a very comical character but if you think about it you can compare these two people on the grounds that they don't really care about what other people th- think. It's it's yeah. just what they want to show the world or exactly wh- what, what they like doing, what they like saying. So exactly. if you won't really they, you know care about what others think, uh, you'll end up being a, a totally different person.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they communicate their thoughts and their motivation. I it, no, no matter. How people see it they both have radical ways of helping people per se mindset wise I mean Musk is a huge inspiration to a grand amount of people and it's interesting because he, tr- he truly doesn't care what other people think I mean he can be fat for all he cares and walking down his yacht and a lot of people were fat shaming him and all he said yeah, was yeah. he just acknowledged it and moved on and mm-hmm. he was smoking a blunt on, an, uh, on a podcast and he didn't care about the repercussions. He just went ahead and did what he has to do. And it's that same mindset that not only applies to his personal life but his companies as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. He, he but I, I don't think uh, we we should be giving any ideas to the, <laughs> the public that <laughs> and, you <laughs> know it's, <laughs> it's fine to do. It's fine to do absolutely anything. No, no, guys, it's not. <laughs> uh, these people did these things after working so much.
1: Uh, On
0: on whatever their passions are and it they didn't do it for like absolutely no reason they had something in mind So yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's in a way it's looking at it like a say Have you ever played connect four? Yeah, yeah, I have Yeah, so it's like I I thought I think of it as these slots so say that we have a few connect four pieces we uh, have to put them in slots. So say that we identify those connect four pieces as energy. These guys yeah. take all of their energy and put it in one column. They don't balance it out. So even if they do neglect in other columns, that one column is what gives them that most, that utmost attention from people yeah. and and intrinsically from their self as well. And it, it is again putting in those hours. And with that, they actually have to manage their time quite intricately because again these people do have families it's up to them if they want to pay attention to them or not yeah yeah. a a, a lot of them especially Musk he's got a huge family and so (laughs) more so more so than his family he's got a huge amount of companies themselves and all of these companies are considered to establish the impossible so if we look at it his time management has to be intricate near perfect and Looking at it, he he does uh, a few techniques, time blocking, which is similar to what we students do. We block off set amount of times to essentially complete within that time. And going back to this idea, I I know many of us as students, we would say completing an essay in 30 minutes is quite daunting. But setting up a time, especially a narrower amount of time to do said task will give us... That incentive if anything we will go for it to try and complete it within that time limit and if we don't well we still constricted the time limit so we would possibly do it in the normal amount of time and Musk to compensate for that he actually uses a five minute break time between his tasks to see if anything overflows and he can manage it that way and he actually breaks up all of his tasks into m- most of his tasks at least into five minute intervals so it's similar to working out. He The, the five-minute intervals would essentially be sets. So he can move around those sets of time to better focus on what he needs to at that point. And again, going back to students, this is not necessarily a totality mindset that you should follow. Because, again, it goes back to what you guys as students or, or, or viewers, what you guys as students... Feel you guys lacking, and by blocking off this time and by essentially not caring what others think and introspecting within yourself You essentially will find where you lack and you can modify and manipulate time to your understanding So yeah, it's it's also It's essentially focus with with musk and many of the billionaires they essentially focus only on what develops their goals and as students again it is quite a radical mindset but if we do apply that as students and focus on the signal over the noise we will be spending a considerable amount of time working on the goals rather than paying heed to the distractions so Suyush would you like to talk about that as well
0: yeah yeah for sure so uh, I guess setting overly optimistic goals is is another thing that makes him elon musk but then focusing on your your goal is 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 much more valued than than setting the goals themselves if if you are focusing on something with all your might as you talked about you know that was a beautiful analogy uh the connect for example if you focus all your pieces in a single row it's going to reflect at, at some point of time. And and I'm sure it, it is for,
1: for these billionaires, yeah. Exactly. And going back to the idea, Musk is a human. We we, we all know that. And a, a way that he starts off the schedule to get that motivation and to get into that mindset of focus is he starts his day with critical explosive work. And when we look at it as students, yeah, once we spend five minutes into a task and we get really wrapped up into it. We enter the state of flow. Yeah. So, another thing which uh, you know I-, I
0: really wanted to bring up here is that uh, you know if if we've given something like a math test, all right, uh, if 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 we've given it in school, and yeah. and we get you know really really good marks, uh, if if we get a good score, right, yeah. I think what it does is that it just fuels our ego. Exactly. If you if you think about it as opposed to someone who didn't really get a good score, that instance would push him. It it would push him forward. It would drive him to go home and do 100 questions, right? Exactly. So in the end, the person who's taken the more benefit is is the person who wasn't able to score well. So if you constantly assess yourself, you find where you're standing in your field.
1: Exactly. And it it is with that assessment that makes him a more powerful person. By acknowledging his flaws and his pitfalls, he's able to fix them and come out more confident and possibly even more arrogant for the better. And Yeah. You know, he, he also breaks things down to the most fundamental principles. Because again, he's human, he has to think. By breaking it down into the tiniest reasons, he, he's able to think with more clarity. And that, in a way, takes off limitations from tasks. Because... Again, he, he feels fear, but by breaking it down into the most fundamental ideas, that fear is slowly seeped away. It, it, it seeps it away like a sponge. So, would so yeah. you like to go ahead and elaborate?
0: Yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, fear shouldn't be a way of your success. It, it, it can be like a starting point to your success you can start off uh b- studying you know if you talk from a student's perspective you can start yeah. off studying when when your parents are scolding you but <laughs> then uh it, it won't be something that whenever your parents scold you that'll be the exactly. only time you ever study no it, it can't work like that for very long uh yeah, it's here not here long can be a starting exactly. point i guess there, there's a quote by by elon musk it's just uh, it goes something like, uh, there are just times when when something is important enough that you believe in it enough. That you do it yeah. in spite of fear.
1: Exactly. And the idea is, again, it, it rounds back to his obsession. And on top of that, the idea that he set up so many ventures, he returns back to his reasoning. And once he does so, that reasoning, that motivation, and the drive to go forth, conquers the fear. It's in a way, I I relate it to say a hand war. It's yeah. it's essentially conquering that fear down and being able to accomplishing your pursuits. And many believe that, say, his natural intelligence and IQ is what drives him. But it is that obsession. It's his motivation because again, he, he is human.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think due to his obsession, it, it's what uh, will push him. Uh, just just like we talked about, it'll it's what. Will push him to upgrade himself to reach his goals. So you know we're we're reaching an end towards the podcast. So I, I have a question for you. Yeah. If if you were given an option in the present day to mm-hmm. work
1: for Elon Musk, would you take? Would you take that? Definitely, because I, I'd say uh, again. So, uh, uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I, I, I'd say. Yeah. The audacity of his goals and his obsession slightly fits my personality, and I feel. A lot of his workers say the same thing. He, he might be harsh, except, again, that motivation within him and the fact that he puts in the same amount of hours, unlike many CEOs of, say, lower-class companies where they where they don't put in many hours, it's just the employees' work. He's... Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes that company that much more successful. And he actually communicates directly to the employees. He, he doesn't necessarily use the chain of command because... He wants his employees to see the same reason, the motivation, the obsession that he has.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, you know, if, if I were to tell you on my part, I would take the offer too. For for sure, I would work for Musk. Uh, and, you know, because when you're surrounded by people who, who have achieved so much in life, you will learn something from them with every step they take.
1: Exactly. throughout their day
0: you would get to know I don't know how many things from just spending a single day with Elon Musk and the positive you know, value yeah. though people would have to yeah though people would have to make their own uh, you know study hacks or, or productivity hacks but inspiration is, is always
1: uh, you know the biggest force in nature according to me exactly and I think you know that, that's a that's quite a nice note to end it on so yeah i'd say thank you guys thank you for all the viewers to tuning in to the second episode of the dreamverse podcast this is pranav tigura signing off thank you
0: everyone this is soya shanda signing off